I'll talk about our workplace and how we are productive or not at work and what affects our work health. And we're going to find out what that means from psychologist Mike Mayer, who joins us now. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing very well, David, and I hopefully you are too. I am work health. Now, I know you help me understand that better by the rest of that title, which is, Are We Aware How We, Our Coworkers, and Our Bosses Affect Our Productivity? I just thought the title, Work Health, captured my attention. And I then that's, uh, thank you for noticing that, and that was part of my intent when I did this, because it we need a healthy workplace, and it's very important, but things uh, affect that and attack the morale and thus the productivity. In the last several months, um, I've been speaking with over 75 employees in several different work settings. And the purpose of, of these interviews that I was doing, David, was to determine what negatively affected their morale and thus their productivity in the places where they worked. And then I did ask them what they were doing that added to this poor morale and productivity, hmm. and, and which I thought was an interesting little twist for them, and not just always talk about others, look at ourselves. And the answers I gleaned uh, were not surprising. But uh, for the sake of brevity, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to jump right in here. First, the list of suggestions for and concerns for workplace morale and productivity with coworkers. So they got a chance to talk about their coworkers. Mm-hmm. The most common complaint for coworkers was the poor attitude that their coworkers brought into the workplace. Okay. Many felt this negativity spread to others and was contagious. And a few of them suggested that the sign be put out where they entered the workplace that says, leave your poor attitude at home, <laughs> which I thought was, was kind of direct and to the point. I don't think people will do that, but the, the message is, is loud and clear. Uh-huh. Sure. Another suggestion was for coworkers to be willing to learn from the more experienced people that they work with. Huh. So accept the fact that good attitudes and better skills are always there to learn from those that you work with. Now, the third one, and this is, is, is so interesting, gossiping was listed as very hurtful to the morale and productivity at work. And in my opinion, this has always been an issue in all the years that I've consulted in workplace issues, that gossiping is, is very harmful. And it, it's common in other places such as schools and often can be labeled as bullying when it gets really intense. And so the interesting thing is there is out there, David, a no-gossip policy in some workplaces. Dave Ramsey has that, and and you can look him up online. He really promotes a, a, no, uh, a no-gossip policy, and he warns him once and fires him after that. Wow, wow. So that is really, really strong. Then I did uh, was working with a, a, a person who owns a business, and they have it in, in Columbia. They have it as part of their policy. I wonder, so, if, I wonder if people can always identify what is gossip, though. Um, but true. that would be another su- subject. But that uh, I, I like the idea of less of that. I think that I think that the people who say that that is a deterrent to productivity are right on target. Yes, and and I think if we can keep the focus and 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 be aware of, I think. When gossip hurts others, really hurts others, I think that's when it's doing no good. When it's malicious, mm-hmm. and that's so. But defining it would be important. Then not understanding each other's job roles was another one, yeah. and that can cause conflict and blame when things go wrong. For example, whose job was it? And the answer to that is they felt that there was a lack of clarity 
in explaining what their roles at work were. So I thought that was interesting. And the last one is lack of, of willingness to be a part of a team and help each other out. I think this is really good. This issue definitely affects productivity. They wanted a work culture where the teamwork was a central theme. And I thought that was, was also very good. And, of course, then if they, for themselves, the interesting thing was the things they complained about, they said that for themselves that they needed to check their own attitude as they entered the workplace and and not let other ne- others' negativity pull them down. Yeah. They said they needed to be more a team player, help others at work whenever possible, and help create a team atmosphere. They said to have fair expectations on their coworkers, don't be so negative if they fail, instead help them out or offer positive suggestions. And finally, they just said, we need to change ourselves to help morale, be softer, be kinder. That's With- pretty good self-awareness, isn't it? Oh, very good self-awareness. And then they said to to the leaders or the owners or the bosses, they said, your attitude as a leader or as a boss, your attitude influences the entire staff, office, and workplace. Your encouragement from time to time is very important to our morale. Be direct to us in what we need to do, but be kind in telling us. And finally, be present with us from time to time and let us know you're interested in our welfare. Well, I like those suggestions a lot. They were very to the point. Yes. And I think that's what we... So, you know what? Be your best self, be a team player, and treat coworkers with respect. It seems pretty simple, but I think workplaces can forget those tenets and need to be reminded of them occasionally and then do a reevaluation. And that would start with each individual worker all the way up to the top level. Yes, and I like and I like that 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 self approach as well as uh, what the others are doing. Indeed, Dr. Yes. Mayor, that sounds good. Thank you.